Consistent self-improvement, everybody. You are now listening to American Gypsy Podcast. I am your host, Classic, and I'm here with my co-host. Gypsy. And we are here with our other co-host. Mark. And today is a beautiful day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Agree. Weather check is about 76 degrees. We just came off a walk. Felt pretty California nice. California weather. California weather. Mm, L.A. Um, I love L.A. We have time change coming up tomorrow, so that lets you know what today is. And I had no idea that time change was tomorrow until we talked to our guest from earlier on the podcast. So time change. Let's talk a little bit about time change. Why is the time changing? I don't know. I didn't even know time did change until I moved to the U.S. Does it change? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, official right. in the books or yeah. wherever they're doing their official time. Right. But I found out recently that Arizona and uh, Hawaii. Hawaii don't really change their time, and which is weird. It's like... Why are we all still following it, even after we know it's more of a corporate thing? So, just to be clear, mm-hmm. tomorrow time springs ahead, isn't it? So isn't it spring springs, spring forward, and then fall, 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 back. fall back? I don't know. I just okay. wait for my phone to tell me <laughs> what time it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which is quite a mystery still. You know, it's one of those questions, you know, that you put in the bucket with. All the other weird questions that we ask about what we learned when we were young and why do we do what we do. And, you know, it's quite the, you know, rabbit hole of why does time change in America? Does it change in America? Right. Because <laughs> my mom does not change her clock. That got to be weird. Sometimes it is. Because you have to set your mind to know it, that. But yeah. I mean, I guess from the retirement perspective, she's on her own time. Okay. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, unless you really just have to be somewhere, mm. then her phone, like you were saying, your phone is going to tell you. Yeah. But other than that, as far as like in the house or something like that, <clears throat> I was over at her house not too long ago. I'm like, why does it say this time? This is an hour mm-hmm. ahead. It's like, no, it's not. That's the right time. <laughs> it's like, how do you know which time is the right time and which time is the wrong time? So would it be the spring forward time is I mean, the right time? That's the same as we don't actually know what date it is because it's yeah the so I guess it's the same the time that everybody else is on. That's exactly right well. I mean, I don't know about that, but what both of you said just makes me think of even another step forward as far as things that this culture does in the u.s that other cultures don't so like okay whatever this is called daylight savings time whatever that still means but like what what are a couple of other things that when you first came here you were like what is going on this is different we didn't do this outside of like halloween and you know holidays like i think that's that's regular she got to learn a whole do, whole new culture. <laughs> what do you mean? As far as with you coming in from um, to Minnesota on things that they probably even did in the school system that 
it's not done over in you know Ethiopia. Yeah, I mean the because that's where it started. What school? The, no, I'm saying time change and all of that stuff when they yeah, start to educate you. That is you when that you stuff. start mm-hmm. to yeah. think about indoctrinated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to or think socialized. It was different. Besides, like lifestyle and responsibilities and things like that. Um, what is no, just different. even like I like mean, the pledge allegiance. That's something. Yeah, I, I wasn't with that when I was a kid. Right. Like when they stood up to, um, to you know, do the Pledge of Allegiance or, mm-hmm. you know, what other thing that they do. Um, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> but I did have to do that in Ethiopia, though. That's funny. Right. When I was growing up, I went to Indian school. Okay. And they made us line up every morning. You start your day. Everyone lines up by grade and by height or something like that. And we sing the Indian national anthem and the Ethiopian one. Mm. So that's a random thing as I grew up, you know, I you know, at work I run into Indian people and they're like, Why do you know our <laughs> national anthems? Like, yeah, I went to Indian school. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that was also the one weird. of those buckets it's like who was just like, okay, we're going to do a national anthem. And then everybody's going to want to do a national anthem for the. It's like, when did national anthems start? For me, I'm more like, who was the first person to be like, this land belongs to <laughs> this person? When did we go from like, okay, earth belongs to everyone to, okay, this little spotted land and. Oh, that's started yeah. coming up with maps. Sorry, I went on a that's different a real, tangent. <laughs> man, some jumps in the timeline that's incredible. <laughs> but that's just you know one of the things that one like. I don't know if we got that part as far as who started the you know like the national anthems, who wrote them, and things like that. Don't get me started. But to answer your original questions, like, I can't think of, like, lifestyle was different. Um, when I moved here to America, um, like, in Ethiopia, we kind of lived in a certain lifestyle. Like, we have um, help. Help, yeah. <laughs> You know, and you didn't have to necessarily be wealthy or anything um just a lot of people have help um and then yeah and (laughs) when i moved to america it was like i had to do everything (laughs) we gotta wash dishes then we gotta do wash our clothes and clean the house and the chores and you know just a lot of things that you have help with and and um ethiopia yeah, I was one of them. Yeah, and yeah, I was so excited me. about coming here. Like mm-hmm. all I wanted as a kid was like I wanted to go to America. I watched American movies, mm-hmm. and I was excited. But when I got here, it was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that part in the movies, like <laughs> where you had a different lifestyle mm-hmm. than I did. I just didn't pay attention. I was like, America's, it's 
looks awesome. I want to go there. I mean, no regrets. I like, sure. you know, coming you're here. here but you're still here with us. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, as an adult, I wouldn't say that's my choice. <laughs> uh, still waiting to get out, but, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, it's funny that you talk about um, an idea that you have about a place based on, like, cinema mm-hmm. versus, like, real life. <clears throat> right, because people do that with Africa too. All right? the time. <laughs> I mean, I know we had talked a little bit about that on one of the previous podcasts. How space. all you see is, you know, the jungle and wildlife, and you don't really see suburban or urban or even residential or mansions or businesses. It's just mm-hmm. all this like shanty town and, you know. Whatever it's it's right. it's it's from someone else's perspective, but I remember when I first went to the UK, like my first day there, after I had landed and took a taxi to where I was going to live and dropped off everything, <clears throat> I was going to meet some of the other um, professionals that had come there to practice social work, and so I took a bus, and when I got on the bus. I was just so shocked because it was so many black people. Like it was black people all over as I'm riding the bus. And that is not what you see when you see England. Right. You know, you see like the queen and the castle and yeah. all the British and cheerio chap and all of this. But I, it was like walking around my neighborhood. They don't tell you about Brixton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go to Brixton. When you go to England, and you well, have a rude awakening. Brixton is even changing because of gentrification. Oh, you know? okay. That was a long time ago. Right. <laughs> but to your point, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a predominantly black area, a black yeah. and brown area. And so was the city that I was in, which is Birmingham or mm-hmm. Brum. Okay. And so I was just thinking, like, why don't, they show us ourselves. Now, why do they want us to think that we don't exist beyond a particular area? Us, mm-hmm. right. You know, and it's for a reason. It's, it's about, I mean, psychology, first of all. Mm-hmm. But then it keeps us not unified. Yeah. yeah. And it's layers to it. It's so many layers to it. Like, why is a ticket to go to any part of Africa mm-hmm. So super expensive, yeah. From here, but to go somewhere else is a little bit more affordable, yeah. And it could be a further distance. No, not always. You know, or it could <laughs> be a shorter distance, but it's still they have more flights there. Mm-hmm. That's what they tell you. Yeah, or you don't have to hop around. Like you don't have to have this stop, this stop, this stop. You yeah. could just go direct, or even Jackson. This, I mean, this is something that's strange to me. Once upon a time, you could get a nonstop flight from L.A. to Jackson. You cannot get a nonstop flight now. You have to have a layover. And also, it's super expensive. Why is it so expensive to fly? Why is it so expensive to fly to Jackson? You can fly anywhere. Like, flying to Memphis or flying to New Orleans Orleans is so much cheaper. Two to $300 cheaper. To Atlanta is... Still cheaper. cheaper. So, it's like, okay, so now I'm going to have to rent a car and then drive and then drive back. Mm -hmm. Time... Another expense, you yeah. know, and you just want to get directly to Jackson. Just to make it a little bit harder. <laughs> and it's when things are that obvious, that's what mm-hmm. frustrates me sometimes because, yeah. you know, people say, you know, things are, you know, are equal or things are, you know, 
we don't have that much equality or racism going on, but you see it <laughs> like. Yeah, it's an international right airport. In <laughs> it's not even like you can't even make a claim. Well, it's a regional airport, and you know because it's smaller. That no, it's an international airport in the capital city of Mississippi. There's no reason why it should be like this. Yeah. Yep. You're looking three fifty, four fifty. Yeah, right. and don't do it like Five, don't need to go last minute. Yeah. You know, like oh, let's yeah. just say you got an emergency because we're talking about if you plan. <sighs> Weeks in advance, because right. that happened to us out. the other yeah. day. Like you know, our flight yeah, got canceled, the and they said they don't have any flights out of Memphis. We had to fly to Memphis because it was so ridiculous mm-hmm. to fly into Jackson. Yeah, but we when we got stranded, we're like, let's check tickets from Jackson, and like, because nah. Memphis, that in particular airline wasn't flying out, and. Yeah, the, it was ridiculous. It was like, like six, nah, eight hundred dollars. Three hours to Memphis, so we can yeah. fly out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a better decision. Like you can <laughs> rent a car cheaper to go to Memphis and fly out, or to New Orleans. Right. So, for those of you who are just like, why are they so passionate about this topic? Yeah. It's just basically this: Jackson, Mississippi, is the capital. Okay. Now, we're saying that it costs two times, maybe three times more to fly into the capital city versus going to Memphis, which is like two and a half hours, or going to New Orleans, which is two and a half hours in the opposite direction. You can say three hours if you drive slow or something like that, but you can really get there in two and a half hours. So why is that the case? Why is it that if I book a one-way ticket from L.A. to New Orleans today, uh, it would probably be... Let's just say a hundred dollars, and that's high. But if I book a one-way ticket to Jackson right now, it's going to be like three fifty, one way. Why? Can somebody please answer yeah, this please. question? Which are high airlines? <laughs> What's going on? Because then I heard this thing about oh, once Southwest comes back to the capital city then the prices will be more affordable because this is affordable airlines and ever since southwest left jackson prices haven't been the same hey southwest you're back and you're still more expensive than some of the other airlines mm-hmm. that are there so what are we really talking about yeah i don't know what, going on. why 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 don't people want folk to go to jackson mississippi Yeah, that's a puzzle. Are we looking too deep into it? I don't know, but I just I I know because I know I'm biased, and it's something I've been talking about for years. No, it bothers me because I, you know, I don't know Jackson, Mississippi, until recently, and I feel like, and this could be happening in other cities as well, but I feel like they get messed with the most and like you just see even just witnessing west jackson versus other parts of jackson and seeing how on purpose things are being you know funneled into certain areas versus certain areas where there's more black and brown people Mm -hmm. and it's like i just feel like it's it's just it's manipulated the most Mm -hmm. that's the word i was looking for it's manipulated the most out of any other city that I've personally witnessed. And I've been to other cities where it's a, it's a lot of black people. There's Atlanta, there's DC, there's, and it's still, 
they like to mess with mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah. And that's probably because in other cities, it's more fragmented people. But in the South, you these are people that have been there, mm-hmm. that have roots from the beginning of the creation of the city. So it's different than, you know, all the fragmented people in maybe Chicago or other cities that have a lot of black people. So I don't know. It's just... That's why yeah, <laughs> it and messes if, with if, me a little you know. bit because, you know, I'm not from there, mm-hmm. but it's just like I see the injustice and the equality. Yeah. And if you're a listener that, you know, can, you know, feel like, you know, this is something that you can educate us on, definitely reach out to Please. us. Please. Reach out to us and let us know, you know, what your opinion is on how certain places are manipulated, such as West Jackson. We're going to say West Jackson because North Jackson is is breathing but west jackson we're seeing a lot of oxygen being cut off so you know for our listeners just feel free to reach out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so so Okay, that is that takes that takes us into I think one of the things that I was speaking to you guys about earlier, as far as uh, revolution, and the idea that there has to be some sort of armed resistance, or what people call violence, or what others call rebellion, in order to create change. So. Like when we think about what happened here in Watts, you know, with the rebellion in the 60s or even with the rebellion in the 90s. Or most recently, if you think about what happened after George Floyd was murdered and the response, you know, not just across the nation, but across the world. You know, that was that's in a ripple effect across the world. And people did get out in the streets and. There were peaceful protests, and then there were other type of reactions, you know, that resulted in a lot of businesses being targeted. So the question was whether things change if you don't act in what may be considered for some a quote-unquote violent manner. Um, And I guess this takes us back to uh, Dr. King. And the turn the other cheek ideal versus um, Malcolm X and the self-defense by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. And what are our thoughts now in 2022 about, I don't know, is it being a pacifist or is it just saying, I don't think that you need to like butt against something, just wait for it to change and it will change. Does waiting change things, or do you have to act? Good communication can help with a lot of situations. And are we communicating properly about certain things? Okay, let's let's break that down. Who is we? And let's take an example of what we're talking to us as human beings. Okay, are we really communicating about? Give an example. If you're saying as far as to to have some type of change, so even in a you know Martin Luther King kind of way, 
we've noticed a bunch of change dealing with a lot of different, you could say, cultures or spiritualities that, you know, could be about one person. And, you know, this one person gives such a magical energy to where, you know, it helps the people change. And then people, you know, it's a ripple effect and it's a certain change without violence. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can still have a change without it having to get violent. And I think there's probably a thin line between self-defense and <clears throat> violence. Um, I think self-defense is one thing, and you know, violence is a is a different thing. We come into the terms to say, "Hey, we're gonna meet up here, and we're gonna be violent." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna meet up here, and we're gonna do war. Or you can say, "Hey." let's communicate and see if we can get some type of change without having to meet up with the whole army. Okay. And you could say that you got a person that say, look, I just want to keep pushing the bar. I'm going to keep pushing my power. So I don't care if it got to be with violence, whoever's in front of me, you know, I'm going to change with violence. And that's just a different type of person period that you know you have that as a whole culture I I want everything and it's just going to be if I got to use violence to get that cool if I can come and tell you hey I want this piece and we can sit here and talk about it and I don't have to bring you know the violence then I'm going to make change and there's no violence involved but if I say all right, let's talk about this and then (laughs) at the end of it I know regardless you know if I don't get my way there's going to be violence that's a different energy and you got those people out there. So, you know, that's from, you know, a lot of different ways, you know, you can run up on the nation of Islam the wrong way and there will be violence, but they are not about (laughs) violence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or there could be violence, but yeah, you know, so it is a difference between violence and and self-defense. I'll, I'm with you on that. You're saying communication is the answer I'm saying or asking if and I'll use um, I'll use the issue of police violence okay right so if black and brown communities have continuously communicated over centuries that they are being disproportionately impacted by police, not just brutality, but flat-out murder. They've gone door-to-door. They've elected officials from the local level to the state level, Um, Senate, Congress. They sent a president to the White House that looked like them. And yet and still, today, we have unarmed Black and brown people being murdered for no reason, sleeping under the cover, you know, playing a video game, walking down the street, any any non-violent um, action could potentially result in their demise. So that's the issue. So you have one group of people who say, "Keep communicating. Let's let's elect this person. Let's uh, write this bill. Let's." 
let's pray with them. Let's uh, put our children together. All these different initiatives. But then on the other hand, you have people who are saying, no, you know what? Enough is enough. They're not going to feel it till they get popped. They're not going to understand till they're dealing with this pain on a daily basis. And, and they feel like their self-defense is to react. It's not violence. It's um, defense. Yeah, and you know. So how do you balance that where you say, okay, what, what more can be communicated? Understanding communication to a certain degree. And I guess for me personally, you got – like you said, you got those that want to communicate more and let's pull up a team of people that want to communicate more and see what the success be like. Then you can have that same person be like, all right, I'm tired of communicating. Let me pull up a team of people that's ready to go in here and we're going to be violent or whatever. Or we're going to do this and see what the success rate is of pulling those people together. Then you could pull together them out of them same two people and say, hey, out of both of us, let's pull together and buy our own apartment building in a country somewhere and create our own city and start our own police and, and all of that stuff. And we police our own people and see what the success you're going to get there. So then the <laughs> answer is not to me, communication. Everybody is individual. The, the answer is to create spaces where you have the power to create what you want. It's but not to need, continue to communicate to a group of people who, they don't care. Well, no, did did no, they I'm care saying. about Malcolm X? No. Did no. they care about Martin Luther King? Did they care about we JFK? Go, we could go all, all, Jesus, all the way. They <laughs> kill Jesus. The, you yeah. know, the nicest, loving, <laughs> most revolutionary, kind right. person yeah. still crucified for being loving, caring, understanding, and giving. So, so at, how at could, point, what more could Jesus communicate? But that's the thing. At this point, like I said, you basically going to need all of them we gonna need we see we got all of these kind of people there but like i said even from my personal point of view if i was the, the kind of person to say all right i want to create something and start standing up for one of these whether it's communication whether it's build our own uh community or whether it's let's get some guns and get ready to stand up for whatever it comes with the violence and, and meet it on my personal experience is, shoot, I'm starting from scratch right now with a podcast trying to do a foundation to do something like that. And can I even reach these people as an individual? Can I really build something to make that change? And which change would it make? And which one do I have a more, you know, success rate at for mm -hmm. as an individual? Because we still know we're going to need a bunch of different kind of people. We're going to need the car mechanic and we're going to need the doctor. But, you know, as far as when it comes to which one you, you got the best success rate in. I don't know how to build no army. I'm not even sure what the people fighting in certain <laughs> armies, what you what they tell them to <laughs> really get them gassed up, to yeah. motivate them to mm -hmm. be ready to fight for this cause. But I could say I could have been zipped up for a bunch of causes right now. As we sit here right now, it's another cause that they could mm -hmm. tell you, yo, zip up for this. And mm -hmm. it's like, yo, let me try this over here. Yo, anybody want to zip up for this over here? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no. So a lot of the time, sometimes we have been pushed into where when it comes to our best communicators have been turned into followers because it's a, it's a different type of leadership going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I said, we need, a, you know, we have people in different places, you know, 
we need the David Banners. You know, we need the the, the Killer Mikes and, you know, just the, the different. We need from their kind mm-hmm. all the way to. Go ahead and say it, the Kanye's. I know you want to say it. Well, I don't know. I can't say that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't. I, you said we need everybody. <laughs> I, I was trying you to, you know, that was two cool, artists. Yay. I was going to go away from that. I was yeah. trying to find them, but I got a little stuck. Thing under control, though. You know, I love Brother Ye. Yeah, but, uh, too. Man. Shout out to you if you listen. Talk to us yeah. about your thoughts on this too, you know. But um <laughs> trying to create um a space in in like some remote space in Wyoming. Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, beautiful. I saw the concept mm-hmm. of it. It sounded pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, my thing is exactly what you just said. It's going to take more than just one way. And similar to I think the point that we made at our very first podcast together, we have to be willing to listen to all sides. Yeah. Whether you agree with it or not, is not the point. You can't shut off before you hear. And I think for so many people, it's just as soon as I think that you're about to say something that I don't want to hear, immediately I stop listening. I, I just don't, I, you look like you're about to tell me something I don't like. Just, I'm, I'm judging yes, you yes. off of yeah. everything before I even hear what you say. Yeah. At least give the person a chance to get their point across. And you might not agree that how they look might be exactly what you thought they were going to say. But yeah, then but you can't stop right there. Yeah. You have to figure out, okay, what can take me further? Because I do think that we have more in common than we realize. And there are going to be some people that aren't a part of the change. That's cool, too. Right. You don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of your deal. That's fine. We can agree to disagree, and that's an agreement right there. Yeah. But until we find ways to make consensus, and I think that's the undercurrent of what you're talking about, to continue to find this discussion and this dialogue and this communication where even if I don't get all five of my points agreed to, I might get two and two is better than zero. And we'll meet around those two and let the other three go. And I can get the other three from somebody else, or I can just work on them with my own community. Right. But I mean, um, I just think about Nas in belly and his character sincere. Um, and once upon a time, I probably watched Belly. Like, I don't even uh, want to tell too. you guys man. how many oh, times man. I watched Belly. I, like, man, ridiculous. It back to back man, to it's back. still one of my favorite movies. Man, the, and, just, um, how it was shot and everything. Was just, it's just great. Soundtrack, yeah. great. Um, shout out to Belly, Hype Williams, Nas DMX, rest in peace. Um, and everybody else that was a part oh, of that project. Because it was uh, so many good um, folk in that movie. But... The conversation that Nas and DMX had when he had just um, escaped a little shooting at the barbershop. And he was talking to them, talking to DMX about moving to Africa, you know, and him taking his family. And he basically was just saying, I don't feel the need to play a part of the whole movement. You know, as long as I'm taking care of my lady and my seed and doing what's right there, that's going to flourish. But if I don't take care of home, then I can't do the larger piece. 
And yeah. so often I think that's overlooked because everybody yeah. wants to do the big picture. But you got to start here. Like you said, you don't know how to uh, get the army together. Right. You know, but you can get your tribe together. And within that tribe, somebody else might know how to do it. You can't do everything, but right. you can do one or two things and be really good at those things. And even to go back to the, you know, the overall crisis of what's going on in the nation, you know, the the master plan to, you know, keep everybody divided. It's just layers to it. It's just, it's so many layers to the bamboozle <laughs> of even just, you know, come on, we should slide straight out of COVID into, all right, war. Let's go to war. Don't yeah. worry about that COVID thing. Like, mm-hmm. War, yeah. War. What's COVID? War. And there's <laughs> multiple. It. You know, it's, it's, anyway, it's, you know, yeah. don't worry about your mask. Clean your mask Before Ukraine and Russia, <laughs> there's Ethiopia and Eritrea. It's like, they just keep it back to back. And it's like, did we really go through a pandemic? No. Do What's people that? really so, give a fuck you know, about humanity? <laughs> after so much of this, you know, you got to have them people also that's, you know, not with the political thing, that's not with, you know, the celebrity thing, that's just in their own little bubble, and they can look and they can say, hey, I'm noticing a pattern. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing a pattern of negativity. I'm noticing a pattern of something. So let me see if there's a bigger picture to all of this. So... Make sure you learn how to recognize the bigger picture, the spiritual side of how some things work, even just, you know, earth, energy, learn, learning energy. It, it helps you to gauge a lot of the things that they flash on you across the yeah, TV. Because they're the bamboozlers are using earth and its energies and it's, you know, the movements yeah. of, I mean. Even to think about it, and it's, you know, like I said, we don't like to bring up too many <laughs> celebrities things, but I love Dave Chappelle. And, you know, you can't, you'll never say it the same. Juicy Smoothie got time, man. His <laughs> thing <Smoothie>. was, <laughs> I got time because I'm black. I That's didn't listen to that. I did see a clip. I saw a recently, clip, and it like just two the, days the, ago. the worst name just said, "I got time because I'm black." The only reason I got time is because I'm black, or something. But like also, that. after his sentence, Closing. the judge gave his sentence. He was like, "I'm not suicidal." I just want to say to everybody, he just kept repeating, "Yeah, I'm if something happens to me, it wasn't if something yeah. happens to me. I'm not suicidal. I just mm-hmm. want everybody." He just kept repeating it over and over again. Like the judge, I respect you and your decision, or whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm not suicidal. He just kept repeating it. Wow. I'm like, okay. Well, I guess you know, in relation to Epstein and whatever else that's right. happened, and so many other right. people that have been. Um, killed under mysterious or maybe not right mysterious there, yeah. terms you know <laughs> maybe now I don't know that he is that important but I don't know first of all you got time because your thing wasn't right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry it could have been if you were gonna get 
you know, completely away from this thing, you would have had to have some better and it's planning. Something, it's it, was a, it was it's poor planning, new. right? Yeah. You know, I could say for, <laughs> for the people. Yeah, for the people. Now, that was something that was brand new as well. That was left field for us because we used our natural instinct to kind of gauge the energy come on there's been a lot of things that's happened in the news or in Hollywood but this in particular thing even just like Dave Chappelle said it's like the people was just like wait I don't know the first thing I said is having been in Chicago in the winter there's no way in hell I would be going outside to get subway it first of all who wants to eat subway (laughs) right but secondly and I do mean that Seriously, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do it to yourself. But also, it's too cold. It was, And it was really cold that night. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And on top of both of those things, let's say you just really like Subway and damn the cold. You're a celebrity, quote, unquote. There are people oh, yeah. that do those things for you. Right. And all you had to do was call the concierge at the hotel because it's not like you're staying in the Holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. And damn all those things, you got people you from there. Know. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's not like you couldn't just be like, hey, can you bring me out of all the things you want back in Chicago, all the good food that's in Chicago? Right. You want Subway? And you just got back home? No, 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 no. That's and like me being back in Jackson and being like, oh, you know what? I don't want Eddie's and Ruby's. I want, want crystals. crystals. Yeah. <laughs> we both got the same. Day. Like, no, I, I don't. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie's and Ruby's, the best fried fish. Like, yeah. who else brought up Eddie's and Ruby's on the right. on the podcast? Um, right by Jackson State off of Lynch Street in Valley. It was one of our podcast guests yeah. brought up Eddie's and really? Ruby's because she's familiar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, Asha. Right, because yeah. her family is from there. Yeah. Okay. Well, but shout yeah, out to Asha. She knows was, good food. You know, that's one of the things that is like I look at like. It'll be repeating. It'll it's gonna be something that's you know that's we're gonna deal with on a repeated basis. What's that? The uh, race issue. Oh yeah 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 yeah. The I, I got time because I'm black. It's like like you said yeah. Okay. You did, a, you did a crime that we never think. <laughs> no. <laughs> now now yeah, a lot of people was, did get time because they were black. No, you just got time because that was a bad crime. <laughs> I think you might a little something. Come on, but, man. You know, but wish him, you know, peace and or you know, or just you know, Health? wish him the best. And yes, and to get that time done quick. And to maybe come and Hope explain angels, to us please protect why him, protect him. Right. if he's he concerned was saying with that, that yeah. honestly, yeah, what if is he's it about? saying that, yes, protection, like to send a lot of protection out there for him. Because, um, like I said, that's, but I, I, nah, them, them people, though, they had a whole different ball game on why they should be saying why, you know, they not, if they're not suicidal going into there. But I don't think this is. I don't think there would be uh, anybody. He saving anybody? Well, I mean, he has anybody I else think, delusions of <laughs> grandeur in the fact that he lost me when he said he was the closest thing to Tupac right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, yeah like, he I, did. Yeah. After the whole uh, thing that happened with him, he, w- he went out and was like, yeah, I'm the closest thing to Tupac that 
people yeah, but have like right I was saying, now. I don't, like, I don't think nobody don't else. Don't do that, sir. Nobody else going to jail off this case. I don't think this about this stopping him, right? Unless I'm he, pretty sure. I mean, maybe he's talking about the nah, money nah, that bro. got messed up because nah, he couldn't nah, be in the series that he was in, there, in. But I thought nope. it got canceled already. Now, if you went in there and got the snitching and ain't get off, now that might make sense. That would be the only thing. If you went to offering information and it ain't do you no good, and now somebody else get into trouble in the future and you feeling like you're not suicidal, that would be that's the only thing I could think about because in those in that other case, it's like other people, like a whole league of people would been at risk off that case. So is a whole league of people at risk off your case? But you know I don't know the answer now. To tell you the truth, I'd actually forgot all about it. Yeah, me did. Like yeah, I said, yeah. I saw it and I mean, it just right. made me think about it. But, you know, like I said, all of the, the, the distractions that they use, like you said, if when it comes dealing with racial stuff. And I was like, eh, would they really try to use this as another? Yes, everything is racial distraction. distraction, you know, it could be because maybe it has to do. Maybe the reason why he's in fear for his life has more to do with the fact that he got off the first time. Or let, let me not say got off that he was acquitted the first time. Um, and then there was this conversation around the person who chose not to file the charges. I can't remember that woman's name, but she is like one degree away from one of Obama's top aides. Mm -hmm. And that person was consulted because he was, I mean, he was a celebrity. So he had the outreach to connect to people and be like, hey, this is this, which they do all the time in Hollywood. People have handlers. People make calls. Yeah. I need you to make this go away. It happens more than you know. Right. But I know that the city of Chicago was angry because they were saying that police had put in all these hours investigating at a certain expense yeah. and so maybe that's his fears around the retaliation of being acquitted and all the money that went into it are the police that might be upset but in my opinion um the city of chicago has a lot of work to do in regards to any sort of investigation tactics because there's still so many people specifically young black people being murdered on a daily basis. So you can't be mad at him. Use that energy to get some of these people off the streets that's killing kids. Cause every day yeah. there's a child that's murdered in Chicago. That's not hyperbole. That's true. I see it. And I hear it from my friends that are there and my heart breaks for that city. And it's not the only city where that's happening, but it is really um, to me an emergency that has to be dealt with ASAP. Because I was wondering what happened because that whole story went away and then it came back. I right. Like, I thought we were done with that. What? So to me, <laughs> it's a distraction. Right. Because yeah, otherwise it's, it's it. the Just perfect the time, gave, right, yeah. with no pandemic, mm -hmm. war, Jesse Smollett. Like, how does this even get to well, be at the front of the news cycle? Because well, it was a post. Um, it was, you know, a post that came. the war between... Russia and Ukraine really gonna distract enough black people, right? You mm -hmm. need things to just in case. Let's throw all, this in. You know, you yeah. gotta throw in different things. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, all of these things I see them as distractions. Totally. Even, I mean, I like Kanye, but 
he's constantly being a distraction. used as a distraction. I agree. Like constantly mm-hmm. being used as a distraction. And man can. Yep. And well, like, the entire family really, but right. yeah, them too so specifically. I, I'm, you know, I see all of it and it, and there's a, especially when things like Ukraine and Russia, right? Like people feel like if you're not, you know, speaking about it or, or speaking out about it, People feel like, oh, you're just being insensitive, or you're not mm-hmm. calling it a distraction. You're being a dis- but that's insensitive, a lot of topics, but though. it's like it is though because they've been at war. Because I know even with Ethiopia and Eritrea, right? They've talked about it. They used it as a yeah. distraction just like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, that war that they talked about in the news all the time during like three months ago is still happening mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. But they just wanted a different distraction. They mm-hmm. know they have to switch it because people lose attention spans. So they're mm-hmm. like, all right, here's another war. Here's another distraction. And it's not to say that, like, Russia, and that's Ukraine why used to layers. be part of Russia. Mm-hmm. Like, they were all the same. They've been at this mm-hmm. for there's a long time. Mm-hmm. There's so many layers to the whole thing that's happening that's being censored as well. Right. That is not being shown in the mainstream media. So people feel like, ah, Here. you can't say it's a distraction right. because it's, no, I'm seeing a lot of things that are being censored as well. So it's like, you got to look at the full picture and know that everything, all of these things are just distractions. It's not to say, you know. <laughs> and uh, they actually you know, do touch home with people. We're not saying that it's yes, all just Yes, because they show. show you some crazy you know, like I mean, war like footage and all of know, that stuff. It touched home with purpose. You know, there are some people who are personally out there and they have family members who are personally yes. out there. Yes, we do. Recognize we that. that. Yeah, yeah. We right. recognize and that. we recognize this horrible things happening and there's bombings and people, innocent people are being hurt. Of and course. we recognize that. But it's still saying like, if the news wasn't around, like, 50 years ago they didn't mm-hmm. know about what's going on across mm-hmm. the world they didn't even know what's going on in the neighboring state so like were we being all insensitive during that time no we were just not we didn't Aware. let that yeah. Yeah. rule our day to day i mean even at work people are like sending out hey we know this is happening you know take the day out or whatever mm-hmm. like you know, do wow. some self care. Yeah, I, yeah. One of the people, one of the places that I work at, that you know, they sent out because they have people all over from the all world, over the world, and right? Some of them might be in Ukraine mm-hmm. as well, and it, and I get it. Like that's a global you know, workplace where affected, that makes sense. But yeah. we yeah. shouldn't be being affected like this, like with the news all the time bombarded with negative. The world is, I mean, if you intake so much of that every day, you're just thinking like the world's gone to shit and we're just, you know, because you don't see a lot of good news on the news, right? Well, to your point, I think that first of all, it is a distraction. That's just, that's just it. And it doesn't mean that it's not happening. It doesn't mean that real people aren't being affected but it does mean that people's pain is being manipulated in order to distract yes. Americans specifically from what's going on and to create a new boogeyman yeah. okay because just last week the boogeyman was covid yeah. And the boogeyman has been covid for two solid years so how is it that what they're saying a social ending this is what i read 
in order for a pandemic to end, even if it's not over, you have to have a social ending. So this just tell you about the psychology of how of people. people work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and the first part of it to end was get rid of the mask. The second part is having a president say everybody need to go back to work. But you've been working from home since you first started your job. Yep. So and, what are you talking about? You work in the White House. On the front right. line. Right. Everybody and all your people line. work at home. But now you want the people who go into work day in and day out to put themselves at risk, even though they've been doing just fine working from home. But you know why they have to go back to work? Because if they go back to work, they buy more gas. Two hours in traffic. They're in short. traffic. They buy more food. Mm-hmm. Because they have to stop at a fast food spot along the way because they're in traffic. They buy mm-hmm. more coffee because they need coffee to be up to get to work. They're more distracted. And so it's all like part of that's why we're using the word distraction. I just wanted to be clear because you're right. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not that it's not affecting people, but it is a shell game. You know, keep your eyes on that shell because you don't know what thing is happening. And then, then they throw Jesse in the middle of it. Because why? That's another way to distract. They throw Kanye in the middle of it because that's another way to distract. And on and on and on, depending what state you live in, you might find other distractions. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, if there was really a priority placed on human life, then you would be hearing about all the things that are happening across this country. It's not to say it's nothing happening in other countries, but if we're going to shine spotlight on murder and corruption and all those other things, there's plenty of stuff happening in America right now where people can be praying for, pray for Philadelphia, pray for Chicago, Pray for Jackson. Jackson. Play, mm-hmm. Pray, and, and the list goes on and on and on. And I think that's the point that has to be clear when we're saying these things about distractions. It's not that we're heartless. It's not that, that we don't love humanity. It's just that there's a clear goal behind what's being put out, for lack of a better word, propaganda. Yeah. And it's sad that you actually got to look at some of the stuff, on, or you look at it, and you'd be like, I wonder if that's real. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be reporting on the war. Like, I wonder if that's real. I wonder if they are they staging this or is this just these are questions that you got to ask because of the history of media. Right. What's been projected and what they just want you to believe. And it's a that's, you know, that's a sad thing. It is sad. Yeah. And. But there's a reason why you're asking (sighs) that question. As far as, yeah. Because it's a history of it having been untrue. (laughs) You know, it's a history of it being manipulated. And it's a history of news only being bad news. Why do I feel bad after I watch the news? There's got to be some balance outside of weather and sports. Why is the only news that you report on bad? And then it's like, oh, we have one feel-good story. But you then pumped 90% of bad stuff. Right. Yeah. And it's the, you know, it's the formula that they've created for, I could say, this culture, because certain places it's, it's, a, it's a luxury to have Internet. It's a luxury to have a phone. It's a luxury to have certain things to even see some of the stuff that's going on. So it's so many layers to the distraction mm-hmm. that I really just, you know, I would really, I could say I put myself in the build your own platform pool. I can't say that I'm going to go up and, or I'm, I'm necessarily trying to build a, a, a army of people that's willing to stand up for any type of injustices that come from the police. I, 
I can't say that I'm that kind of person. I can't say I'm the one the kind of person that's going to go, you know, and try to communicate with the pre- the president or the lawyer or to try to become a politician to make a difference supposedly in that way. No, but yes, I will thrive to buy some land, build up a, a you know, something basically that can house up to 150 people to create the own your own city. Mm-hmm. And Spread that knowledge and repeat. Spread that knowledge and repeat. Spread that knowledge and repeat. Let's figure out one of the things that we can change. If we can't change the police brutality after so long, okay, we're going to deal with that and we're going to forever be fighting it. Not saying we're going to ever stop fighting, but we're going to forever be fighting it. The The political thing, if we can't win with the politicians and we're just, it's, you know, something that we're always fighting in, you know, we, we're going to always have to fight in and we're going to always need people to, to pursue them, to get into politics. So it just won't completely destroy us either mm-hmm. you know, and hope it don't destroy them as well, because, you know, it'll put some gray hairs on your face and on your <laughs> head politics. I don't know about sports or too many other things, but I've seen politics put, gray hairs (laughs) on people so and then like i said that group of people that's out there that's just trying to build that whole new world that whole independent world that decentralized world that the whole you know future Mm -hmm. that's one of the things you know and that's looking at that what's a part of our future you know are we really really focusing enough at the future you know we got our distractions we know the distractions gonna be there but you know as a whole people you know even like i said as a entire people the layers are there for the distraction and we recognize them so eventually we still gonna have to come together the same way collectively communicate with each other eventually and build something brand new on top of on top of the war mm-hmm. on top of the pandemic we still going to have to build something on top of that that hopefully it won't repeat this this whole whatever is you know happening now with the gas prices because all you don't of, experience all this of no these more. things i feel like sum up to the 1% having majority control of mind control Mind control, right, right, but still also monetarily. Just to go back to you mentioned this whole blockchain and decentralized way of doing things versus that's the whole point, right? Like to eliminate the control of this small group of people um, that are controlling the societies mm-hmm. and but everybody don't want to change and that's something that you know but some that's people something that doesn't get highlighted i guess that's what i was trying to say about you know people think blockchain and crypto and and the whole decentralized uh ecosystem i, I don't think people are understanding it's not just about like creating this digital money and pumping you know 
stuff into it to for everyone to make money it's also about like shifting the power to everyone versus the few which is how the system is set up like it is trying to break the old paradigm of like no one owns you know bitcoin uh-huh. yeah you know what i mean like everything that's in 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 this uh web three like people don't really own you know it's owned by everyone and so you can't like how the bank of america or you know all of these people that are controlling you get what i'm saying though like it, it, I'm following it's, it's, a, it's breaking I, I just wanted to highlight because you mentioned decentralized yeah and i just wanted to mention like while we're talking about this topic like that's why people are fighting so hard for this new way it's not just so they can make money. Like it is a new paradigm of shifting the wealth and equalizing things in society, whether it's power or money or all of it. So. Hurt. And it's, the, it's like I said, it hurts even more to know that, okay, we make the full shift with cryptocurrency and it's a good chance you're still going to have bullshit police brutality and you're going to have bad politicians okay yeah I it could be <laughs> you know what I mean like there's a strong chance that it could be and also maybe something cataclysmic will occur that will be the change that we wish to see and that won't exist. I um I think it's good that we talk about the bamboozlers and the distractions. Mm-hmm. And I also like that we talk about the alternatives, you know, um, because I think it can weigh you down, mm-hmm. especially if you're an open person and you care, you know, and you lead with love and you want things to be better it can seem like damn this is a lot that's happening in the world what can you know what can one me do or what can my little group of people do to really make things better and so you know I want us to continue to also talk about alternatives um, and coping mechanisms and I guess that is the therapist in me (laughs) you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but it's true like um, I'm just looking around at all of us and we have crystals of one kind or another, right? And it's not a fidget spinner. Like it's back to that spirituality piece of bringing yourself back to center. Um, something that I did the other morning because I was feeling like it's a lot going on. I, I had to be at work, but I'm like, I, I got to make this time. And I also have the luxury of doing this, but I stopped off at the beach. Mm-hmm. And just took my shoes off and planted my feet in the sand, Yeah, you know, and that's a grounding exercise. But also it just got me out of that hole. Like it was no more noise. It was just quiet. Looking at the water, feet in the sand. And I was only, I think I was there maybe a max of 15 minutes, but I don't even think it was that long. But it was just enough, you yeah. know, to, to make me feel better. So I think we... And you don't have to live by a beach, you know, like us. You can just go outside to your yard and put your feet on grass. But there's so many other ways that you can 
make yourself feel better. And it doesn't have to be by mixing a drink. It doesn't have to be, you know, by smoking or it doesn't have to be by some of those other things that people immediately reach for. Let me get a square. I got to calm down. Um, and I'm not judging if any of those three things are your coping strategies, but like some other stuff that's free is just going outside, walking, talking to your people, listening to music. You know, yeah, I, those are all those things that I look to exactly. Meditation, prayer, um, just turning off the TV, turning mm-hmm. off the radio, just being in quiet. It's so nice sometimes just to take in the silence of everything. And um, I was at a community meeting before I came here. And basically the short version of this is that folks in the area want to clean up the alley because, you know, it's a lot of alleys and there's people that come through the alleys, transient population, you know, there might be drug selling, there might be drug using. Uh, it could be any number of things, any you know. Homeless people in the area is still going. Yeah, and so food. it's like let's just say probably about twenty twenty five people, and they've created a list of what do you what was the topic? What do you see when you walk through the alley, or how do you feel? That was what it was. How do you feel? And so they had already started before I got there, so it was that exercise was already done. But I was reading all the things that people sad, afraid, you know, um, disgusted, um, you know, like I don't want to live here. It was all these mindsets of, to me, negativity. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Like I get that that could be what you see when you walk through that alley. But I said, the woman came up to me and she was like, do you want to give your um, feedback on this? And so I said, yeah, that's fine. Um, I'll put happy. And she was like, do you live over here? I said, yeah, I do. And she was like, well, why would you say happy? And I was like, because I get a chance to walk. I have legs. Mm-hmm. I have sight. I can see. I was like, you don't live on my alley, but there's beautiful flowers right in front of my door. I get to see that. So I understand how people can also feel these things. But I think we have to challenge ourselves to find the beauty in the things that exist that are right in front of us. Yeah. And she was like, oh, because she didn't she did not like that. I said happy. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's like, <laughs> do you see this alley? <laughs> like, yeah. well, do you see it? Because like you say, if I've lived here my whole life, I hope that one day L.A. is able to eradicate this issue and people are able to get housing and health care and all of those things but the reality is some people don't want that and just because you want that for them doesn't mean that they're going to want it nor does it mean that they're not going to cop a squat right outside your house like it's nothing to them because you don't own it you're paying rent and guess what they're not paying rent and they want to sit right there so how can you stop that i don't have the answer but in the meantime you can't let it consume you with this idea that you are going to change it because you're going to be working for a long time. And you rarely see a pray for skid row. Oh my gosh, please. (laughs) You talking about pray for any dot, dot, dot. We never see that. And that's Mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. Talk about a distraction. Why you don't promote what the heck is going on down the street from here for years. And believe it, it was worse than this. 
at one time that it was worse than this and you know how bad it is right now it's actually a functional downtown compared to what they were saying it was like this place used to be a ghost town there's no reason to even come here no (laughs) no it's like there's still people who ran off who still think it's the same way it was 10 years ago they're Mm -hmm. like i'll never go there i bet (laughs) (laughs) it's enough to make you feel like that yeah yeah that's crazy but you know there's um a lot of people are gonna make their decisions some people they just have been so, you know, brainwashed in just the leadership of the media. You know, which that's this is this is our stamp. This is what we we, we believe in, and you know, I'm seeing a lot of the things like right now that people are facing. That when the pandemic first started. Are you going to put this mask on believing that it's going to save you? And when they tell you to take it off, are you going to trust them that it's okay to take off the mask? Mm -hmm. And they've basically made the announcement that it's okay to take off the mask. Mm -hmm. And people still feel like, no, it's not okay to take off this mask. And that's the same choice that a lot of people are going to make when it comes to a lot of the things that divide us in the world or mm-hmm. that keep mass groups of people divided, whether it's race, whether it's uh, health, uh, it could be you gender, know, gender, yeah, even you know, wealth class. It's, it's just, you know, you come down to people's individual choices sometimes mm-hmm. so i guess i can i kind of go from there when understanding like okay there's a large group of people that you know when buying trust it works a certain way but they don't trust themselves so you know that's you got a group of people that trust themselves and then you have a group of people that don't trust themselves, but they trust in what, you know, the media believes mm-hmm. or what, what, you know, wherever it comes from a different place, that certain type of trust. So you got to be able to understand that that's going to be everywhere, even the way people think, how they think, even when it comes all the way down to just like <laughs> the reality is. You could have the same person that's standing up for, they could be um, standing up for police brutality, but they also be separated when it comes to gender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, you wonder, it's like, okay, we got to stop kind of, or just being able to, like I said, to see through the bamboos or see through the layers of, of distraction. Center yourself in love of some kind because a lot of, like you said, the spirit of happiness. You got a lot of people that even, you know, they don't want to feel happy. They don't want the rest of the world to feel happy. They want to stay in a, a state of, you know, and they're cool with that. Well, okay, we're in the pandemic. Good. All right. I feel better when I'm in fear or like this. Or we're at war. Oh, man. Okay, good. We got something going on. There are actually people have nothing to do with it, but they feed off of it. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just, they're going to be there. Those are going to be the ones that, it's it's a lot of them. It's actually more of them than it is people with souls, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're more trolls than you could say with people. Because I, I see trolls as kind of soulless people. And I call them trolls more. You think it's more trolls than people with souls? Yes. I think it's more good than it is bad. There's a strength in good. So you can be one strong person and be stronger than a hundred bad people. Okay. You know, and that's kind of where our weight is looking now when we're dealing with, you know, your leaders. When you want a leader, you want this leader to be able to have the power of a hundred million people or at least a, a thousand. It's the people he have with him. So you got like Putin and you're like, ah, it's the power of Russia. He or she. You know, that type of thing. Right. I see that. I still think there are more numerically more good people. And I think what you're saying, the weight of the good is greater than that of the bad. And by 80 percent of the what's online is 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 trolls. Ninety. Fake. Five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> scam. Scam likely. Yeah. Scam likely, you know. Yeah. And that's the Internet. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you you run those numbers, <laughs> and then you run go through a couple of neighborhoods uh, that's you know not yours or just period. It's some great people out there. Walk past them all the time. A lot of them walking out in L.A. But there's a number of trolls out here that get the green light on way too much stuff. To where you're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of spiritual situations that are going to be very earthly that you're going to have to know how to separate. All right. Do I want to stress this moment right now or do I want to stay focused in this good energy over here? I know I need to care. I want to care about this and I, man, I really even want to make a post, but I don't know if I can keep that energy up because if I make one post, I got to make three posts and I'm going to need to, I know something else going to happen and to where it turns into all right, I'm a part of, you know, and that's, that's a thin line mm-hmm. between caring and not caring. You don't want to come off as if you don't care, but you, you just, you also want to let them know, yeah, I can't, no, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't even know how to, I was taught about this war, even if you can look at the war right now, and why would most people just feel like, Yo, help Ukraine. Wait, let educate me a little bit more on what's going on. What 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 are we doing? Because I said so. People, I mean, it's just a, it's it's being a sheep. I'm in downtown LA. I'm from Mississippi. You know, and it's like I don't want to seem like I don't care, but it's like, come on, let's be realistic. Educate me on what's what's going on. You know, you said so. It's a war. What else? What is what? What is that? What is that? (laughs) No, it's like every time something comes up, I just wonder, like, there's a budget for everything except for reparation. I'm sorry. Like, it doesn't even have to be like money, but even just equity, just equalizing the the imbalance in equity over the last several hundred years. Like, Mm -hmm. there's money for 
education there's health so we didn't have money for reparation Mm -hmm. but then covid happened but we had money to send everyone a check oh speaking of money shout out to multiple times and then after that other things happen sorry (laughs) shout out to brandon the truth vera he's a um fighter uh mma fighter champion a former champion of uh, one champion one he posts some real stuff on his instagram saw a post that they passed a couple of trillion a trillion dollar bill or something like that or and congress get a 21 percent raise gave them, see gave them, it's, but think they that's didn't recent. want what's to his cancel? handle um brandon the truth vera okay yeah but it was you know basically showing Let that me follow him real quick they supposedly just gave themselves a you know but a twenty one percent raise. You know, a lot of people in Congress have been like, uh, give saying their piece about why, uh, student loans should be ca- like student loan debt should be canceled, and there's been so many people that went up in Congress oh gosh, and spoke me on that, like gave some real concrete like truth of why it should be canceled, but we can't do that, and we can't do reparations and we can't like but we we have money we to can send to everyone we could we have money for war we can do war though. to get into other people's war right like or to go and do it just seems like every day <laughs> there's money for to give crack pipes to oh my god whatever like there's started. money for everything except for equalizing one group of people that have been <laughs> You know, yeah, it's Atlanta. They have. Been, <laughs> I just found. I just followed in, in Atlanta. Like, shout out I, to Ace Bain. I don't know who that it's is. A, no, he was um, making it seem like this is uh, Omarada, and we need you to go fight for your country. Say, oh, oh. it's Atlanta. You know, he said. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, Atlanta is in uh, the United States. Uh. No, it's in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll have to see that. I um, just followed Brandon and. To your point, Gypsy, it's maddening to me. <laughs> like, literally, I probably have at least 50 to 75 extra gray hairs because of that. I feel like they do this. They, yeah. give, out, they give out free crack pipes and things like that to make people, to make African-Americans in America really mad. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just to get that. I know I Get should resist going. it. But, but I know not. I it's, should resist okay, it. There's so something in me this. that says don't go with right, it. Right. Don't it's go with hard. it. But then like, it's in your face that everybody else. We have money for everything. And, and it's nothing wrong. Everyone should get their due. But do know it's this. It's just that I, I got to say this. Why can't we get our due? I just I want that question to be answered. I want to know because it's not because there's not money. Right. It's not because it's not evidence that clearly states everything that's happened to us it's not because we don't have representation it's not because you know there's no reason other than the fact that it's just you yeah and you know it's not you it's me just like in the relationships it's not you it's me it's us it was so long ago don't forget about it It yeah why are you still worried about it but then if that's so true then why are you still paying out people for things that have happened so long ago right but you still aren't paying us out 
Right. Now, I just want to know that. In Minnesota. Stuff that's still happening now. The they paying them out like reparations. Right. So, but I could say, even with that, though, when those types of things do hit, I could tell you, man, white America is just is pissed. I could tell you, they just pissed like, about really? what? About the that way of distraction. And just even if they're even hesitating to feel like, oh, is this what you're going to do with the tax dollars? I know it's both ways. I could tell you both. I, I could tell you America is still, the rest of America is still like, I know black people mad about that shit, but I know like, whew. yeah, I know plenty. Of so white yeah, I about it, but yeah, I get it. But also hot. they could and 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 shout out to them, they could be super hot. Join the club because it's a diss to that everybody. that is a direct slap in the face. Not to Sp- me. Spit. It's actually it's actually a, a loogie. It's not even spit. It's the <laughs> the big thing that you hocked yeah. up, right? Like. In the face of our ancestors. I think about my grandparents, man. I think about how hard they worked for no money. Man, it's, we are you our know ancestors what I mean? now. So and it's, it's like, how could us, their offspring, still be talking about Asking for a little bit. We're not even asking for a whole pie. That's the other piece that's maddening. We're just saying, what about this little piece? Right. And it's still like, oh, you know, no, but I'll give you this. Crack pipes. You know, right. no, but we'll give you this. Do you know how much land there is out there? How much BLM land is out there that they can even hand land. out land. That's why I said there's so many other like, ways to do reparations, exactly. but people automatically think of a check. Automatically, yeah, the money is necessary, but why can't you do equitable, low interest, no interest loans? Exactly. Why can't you do free education? Yeah, why not? Exactly. You know, you know like why can't you casinos? Uh, you know, like yeah. casinos, no taxes. Yeah, and stuff um, like that. free or uh, universal <laughs> health care. Exactly. Like it's just simple so things. many things that you could do. Or start approving loans for black people at the bank more. Like anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are certain cities who have done this. You know, there are a couple of cities within the United States that have started to address the reparation issues. But it shouldn't be that I can count on my hand you know, four cities in this country who are actively right. engaged yeah. in reparations. When every state in this union, quote unquote union, has benefited from the labor of African enslaved people who came here against their will and provided the economic stability that built this country and is the reason why this country is still the way that it is as far as any sort of economic power it's, it's because of those people who were forcibly brought here to work for free. And yeah. the ones that were here before the slave masters got here. On those top two. of that, yeah. that yeah. no one Let's ever talks about, about and nobody talks about them who were here free, right. living on their own, making right. money, being independent. Free mm-hmm. people who were taken and put into slavery. Right. Yeah. And this had a, their land taken. Exactly. And their land still hasn't been given back to their children. Children, 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 and there's a lot of land out there. Yeah, put and that that's in mind. my thing. It's they so keep trying much to convince land. people that there's not enough. Yeah, land. like they try to no. convince people there's not enough. Resources. There's a whole lot of land, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of land that's for sale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Omg. It's a long, 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 long rabbit hole. 
Man. What's up with you in this rabbit hole today? Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it's just... It's just a long, long rabbit we have, hole. We have some amazing guests on our podcast, and we learn a lot from, yeah. from you know, our podcast. Sometimes it just, you know, it, it equals up, and, you know, you, it's just like, man... All of the stuff that I'm I'm looking forward to learning, I need to go back and learn from them podcasts again. But from knowing how much crypto or who was the number one, number two um, crypto holders in the world. Mm-hmm. Government. These governments. Mm-hmm. And then from, you know, just the whole pandemic smear. That's been a rabbit hole that is like, it's even just weird to look just the phase that we're in right now. It feels good to walk into, you know, a place and they can't hassle you about the mask. But I can say, you know, and I'm going to say the name about a week before they dropped the mask thing, Stizzy was running somebody up out of their place about a mask a week before that. And to see that contrast in <clears throat> about a mask. It wasn't about a mask. The whole thing. So it's like yeah. the rabbit hole is deep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the rabbit hole is real deep because, you know, the fears are out there in different ways. Some people are moving on with the rest of life. Some people are still locked in their house, feel like a pandemic is out there killing everybody. And we just don't know about it. A lot of people don't know about them people. Please pray for them people because they ain't seen enough daylight and they have uh, the same apartment building. I can still see people walking around with gloves on and, you know, you could tell that they ain't really been out of their apartment. They still living in fear. They ain't had nobody to tell them besides the TV and the TV is still saying, go get triple boosted and mm-hmm. everybody is still getting something. So that's, you know, and again, free will choice. And if that's, if that works choice. for them, you know, that works for them. And there's also people who say, I still have family, you know, who's dealing with that. They're in the hospital. I've lost a loved one. So back to our point, we are not saying it's not real. It's not happening to you. But again, I think we're just encouraging people to use your critical thinking skills yes. and to trust in yourself yeah. enough to be able to go out and see what you think or what you feel. And if you feel like it's dangerous, that's your choice. If you feel like you want a mask, that's your choice. If you want to be triple boosted, that's your choice. If you feel like you don't want any of those things, or on the other hand, if you never got on board with it in the first place. And so now you're just like, Hey, it never changed. Like my mom, she never changed her clock. You never changed the way you was doing things. Right. That works for you too. But you have to be able to look beyond what someone is telling you. On both sides. On both sides. Yeah. On both sides. You know. Yeah. You gotta have your own discernment. That's it. Yes. That's the key yeah. word. Yep. And that's one of the things we try to promote on this podcast is educating yourself from both sides of, you know, of, you know, the story or whatever the um issue topic, topic. issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever it is, you know, the discussion. Just be educated on both sides and Try not to completely, you know, and be able to determine which side makes sense and which side does not make sense. And do not force somebody or do not not have let somebody force you into believing that, you know, something that just doesn't make sense. 
Mm-hmm. You know, from a lot of different ways. Yeah, I was just going to say earlier, you said, you know, you were saying we should po- focus on the positive. It's like we, I think most of our content ends up, you know, mostly on personal development and, you know, staying positive. Even earlier, we were talking about staying positive during grief. And yeah. I think sometimes when well, us three get together, it's like this <laughs> venting session. <laughs> Which is good. You right. Know, like <laughs> this, um, but, you know, we still try to keep it positive I the agree. 99% of the time. Practice. <laughs> you know, it's practice. You have right. to right. practice it is, things positive. It is venting, but I think it's because it's a safe space, right? Yeah. We all yeah. feel comfortable sharing our thoughts and ideas and feelings because you don't want to keep it in. You know, yeah. whatever it is is better out than in. Yeah. And so it's like talk about it and then let it disperse. Yeah, Because yeah. I am one of those people who get affected by the state of the well, let me correct that. I used to get affected mm-hmm. by the state of the world, like even since I was a little kid, all mm-hmm. the way up until I learned how to manage that and, you know, take a little bit more self-care and think about myself so that I'm not always reacting or being influenced. My mood and my day-to-day being influenced by external, you know, forces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's hard when you're when you care about the state of the world. And yeah. I know my mom used to always say, like, why do you care? Like, <laughs> leave the world alone. Yeah. But I always felt this sense of, I don't know, responsibility. But you know, that was the old and I've learned how to manage that. Not to say I don't care about the world, I still do. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Your my dad used to always yeah. say, You're you wear your heart on your sleeve and you yeah. know, you care so much about everyone and everything. And I think you have to find a balance yeah. with everything. It's still you're gonna still care, but yeah. you know, like you said, self care. Because if yeah. you're not good, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. And that yeah. that goes to work too, like having a work life balance. You have to be yeah. able to do that across the board. Because if you don't take care of yourself, even if you have caretakers around you, obviously you guys are a couple, and so, you know, you look out for each other, but you still have to take care of yourself while you're caring for your partner. Right. Yeah. yeah. You guys want to hear good news that I heard Yes, this week, right? let's hear yeah, it. I hope I don't butcher the name, but shout out to Miracle Izuchoko. That's a very hard name. Sounds <laughs> Nigerian, but she's a 24-year-old that made history as the youngest black female pilot for a commercial airline. And there's only like 1% black female pilots out there in the commercial world. And she's congratulations. That's a big up. Big up yourself, Miracle. Big up. Yeah. I think she got locks as well. That's good news. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It came up on my feed the other day, and I'm like, I like that. Mm Because I remember when I took flight lessons, like the guy who was teaching me was like so like happy that, you know, a black female is flying they're like there's not enough of you out there and mm-hmm. you should keep going but i'm like you know i'm just doing this as a hobby right now <laughs> i don't plan to be a commercial pilot not to right. kill your dreams but yeah you know <laughs> but you know it, it was kind of cool to see like a 24 year old yeah. and you know that's yeah. awesome that's cool good news. do you Good follow news. is that on the ig 
page, um, like uh, Black Aviators or something yeah, like that? Um, it's not it was called. like, I don't know. I don't even know if it was an account that I follow. Okay. It was like once you scroll, it would be like suggested okay. from a person that I didn't yeah. follow. It's some, I, I follow one account. It's not black people in flight, but it's something like that. And they yeah, post like a, people who are doing just that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's great. Yeah. Well, before we get to close it out, I'd like to say thank you to all our listeners. Um, hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Yeah. Um, and shout out to all the guests that have taken their time to be on the podcast. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Um, and I guess since we're doing shout outs, mm-hmm. let me do some shout outs. Um, I want to shout out all of the March birthdays. Hey. Okay. We have one in-house March right. birthday. In case you don't know, that's the guy. Right. By by the time this come out, my birthday would be in the past. Um, (laughs) So shout out to you. Shout out to my granddaddy, who would have been 98. Um, China, Camille, uh, TJ, Gene. I'm so surrounded by Pisces. Happy birthday to my cousins. Oh, my gosh. There's so many Pisces. And I know. Oh, CJ, I can't forget you. It's like so many. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, to all you Pisces. Shout out to you on your special Thank uh, you. month. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I celebrate the whole month for yeah. Virgos, but that's neither here nor there. It'll be <laughs> our time soon. Um, I also wanted to shout out um, the maker of this shirt, um, Sultan. It says, Inshallah, for those of you who know what that means, and for those of you who don't, just basically means God willing. So, um, shout out to Sultan. His clothing line is Noble Republic. Um, he can be found on IG. I think his handle is Sultan Holiday. Holiday with an E. Um, and I feel like it was one more shout out. Oh, yeah. You talked about happiness being a choice. I think that was you mm-hmm. earlier. Um, the book, Book Alert, is called Happiness is a Choice. It's a small little book. It's a great book. And it just talks about that you have to choose happiness and um so i wanted to shout out that author who i don't remember but that's a great book and it's a small simple read and i feel like that's about it Uh, even though oh yeah oh yeah um my cousin just released another book uh jason washington handle pushing healthy lifestyles out um that's on ig it's a children's book, so if you got children, okay. shout out for that. That's just helping them learn how to prioritize health and fitness. And I think I'm going to stop there because I got so much good news. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just shout out to me because, um, yeah, I think you have to big up yourself, too. Yeah. So I love me. I think I'm pretty awesome. <laughs> and you Not guys are pretty great women. too oh, yeah. you know i'm happy to be back here it's been a minute this is my first it is uh, time march. since march right so yeah uh in march um so shout out to to all the women like yeah. you said as as women's month shout out to key fit boutique on instagram doing her thing we just have so many amazing people. I think we definitely need to continue to do what you guys are doing, which is focus on all of the amazing human beings. And you have done a great job of spotlighting and highlighting folks that I don't think if they were on your show, I would know about them. 
You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like sure. because it's so so much. Yeah. Like I still haven't got a chance to listen to every single podcast. Even the ones that I'm on. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I know I was there, but yeah. you know but right. trust me, we it's so many good guests. Yeah. You know, so keep that up. Appreciate it. Thank we definitely you. will. And again, shout out to thank you to our guests, all of them. Yeah. Um once again, thank you to our listeners, supporters. Um donations are you know, accepted and we appreciate, <laughs> you know, the help, all the support that we can get. Yeah, you can go to americangypsy.com and you can find all our episode audios, videos, um, classics music. There's a playlist there. Uh, links to luamli.com where you can find consistent self-improvement merch. T-shirts. And... That's about yeah, it for that's now. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm trying to, oh yeah, <laughs> and link spring. to donate. You there oh, is yeah. links on the website for donation or if you want to join our Patreon memberships. Yes. I like that. So, thank you again to everyone. Um happy spring. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And consistent self-improvement. To everybody. All right. Peace. Peace guys. Peace.